today I'm joined by, I guess you can call him a scientist, but he's, uh, I'd like to call him a scientist, but he's a physiologist. Uh, he's got a PhD from Queen Mary's University in, I have to read this off because right. <laughs> in concussions and dehydration, and it's, uh, sec it's the subject is neurophysiology. He's uh, a lecturer at uh, London Met. Uh, he made me point out that it's not the Orgate one, it's the one in uh, Holloway. <laughs> he's a former Crystal Palace sports scientist. He's worked for, with Crystal Palace, works with London Wasps, uh, in the academy as an SNC coach. Uh, so today I'm joined by Nasser Uddin. I said it correctly, yeah? Yeah, yeah. thank you. Nasser, thank you for coming. Jazakallah Thank you, thank you for having me. So Nasser, I've, I'm not going to lie to you, bro. I'm feeling challenged intellectually today, bro. Don't worry, man. You can't come in here with PhD. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? And actually, no, I'm going to start off with this, bro. All right. Yeah? Because I found out something about, about you today. Actually, I've seen you a few times at the gym. We've, we've spoken stuff. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. And the first thing that came to my mind is, is this guy really bald? <laughs> 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 because um, I'm looking at your hairline. Your hairline looks intact, bro. Yeah? And we had a conversation before the podcast started. And I feel, I don't know how to feel about this. And I've seen photo evidence <laughs> that you're not actually losing your hair. I, I am not, I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know how to feel about this, man. I'm feeling, I don't know, there's a lot of emotions. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm going to look myself in the mirror after this and, you know, really ask myself. Like you've, you've kind of come into a club that you actually don't Un belong. Uninvited. Yeah, uninvited, <laughs> man. <laughs> I feel like things are a bit hostile right now. <laughs> I need to do a better job of like taking that hairline. So off you need to. You, I don't know what like. Just for the purpose of the viewers, yeah. Yep. Why did you decide to, <laughs> to uh, join myself? Yep. The Rock. <laughs> Jason Statham. <laughs> Who else? Bruce uh, Willis. Bruce Willis, King, yeah. yeah. Um, Yule Brenner, if you're old enough to remember The King and I, the original version. Samuel Jackson. Samuel Jackson. Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. Oh, wow. What guy? Phil Mitchell. <laughs> Phil, <laughs> Phil and Grant Mitchell. <laughs> who else? You're going to start making me grow my hair back. Do you know what I'm saying, blood? <laughs> who, who else? Who a couple, else? A couple people, bro. My Powerful dad. bald heads, bro. My dad. My yeah. dad. <laughs> There you go. That's the reason. That's the reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But you know what? You know what? Yeah. I feel like I started off a bit hostile. No, Welcome no, to no, the... No, I, firstly, I don't hold the keys to the bald man... Um, what's it called? Uh, what would you call it? It's like John Wick. You know, I don't know if you've seen John Wick yeah, and there's yeah. the underground assassins. We have the same type of meetings. Fair enough. We hadn't had a meeting the whole pandemic, innit? So, uh, <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, we grew it back we need to time, talk about it? you next meeting and see whether... You know, like Floyd Mayweather just decided, you know what? Just I'm just, back. yeah, I'm going to grow it back. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'll tell you who else is weird. Right. Ashley Young. Fair enough. Do you remember yeah. Ashley Young had a barlet, literally? Yeah, he yeah, was born bald, bro. No, do you see what I'm saying? And now he's just got like a shape up. And I know it's not hair transplants, bro. I say, you didn't pay to get that back. No, no, no. I don't think so. I, don't, I haven't asked him yet. Because <laughs> he hasn't been for, he hasn't been in a meeting for a while, bro. Uh, no. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> well, I presume he got kicked out once he had the hair. Well, he just decided to stop coming, bro. So I don't know. Yeah, he didn't want to be. He moved it into Milan, and then that's it, bro. That's it. Do you know what I'm saying? 
Anyway, so yeah, so answer the question. What just like what, what made you? Uh, <laughs> uh, well, I, I I don't know. Like when I used to train a lot back in the day, um, yeah, I just I just felt like my head used to get really hot. I used to itch it, and then out of nowhere, it's it's Christmas. Like there's there's snowflakes all over the yeah, place. Yeah, it got yeah. to a stage I was like, this is a bit it's a bit annoying. The amount of times I'm using shampoo, and it and it felt like it was getting aggravated by using right uh, you know just pick up head and shoulders from from super drugs that doesn't work bro no it doesn't do nothing <laughs> and and like yeah at, at some point you're just like did you get how bad was it like the the dandruff like you could visibly see it if you met me just by looking at the top of my head mm. like i've done my best in, in my head at the time i've done my best to make sure it was gone but like and the only solution to it is what oil and that's the worst that makes you work because you got a hot head yeah, but also you, now you just got oily, flaky head, don't it? <laughs> <laughs> you, you feel like I've done a kebab just yeah. walking around. Yeah, <laughs> bro. Listen, I'm going to tell you something, yeah? Zach, do you remember when the BBC came to interview me, bro? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this was, was about, bad. what, 10 years ago, yeah? Okay, this yeah. one I had hair. <laughs> All right. And the hairline was sus at the time. Right, but you know, there's, there's a point in every bald man's like, life yeah. where Zach's it. getting there. Can I do it <laughs> one more time? Can I pull it off one more time? <laughs> Zach, you're always there, isn't it? I'm there, I'm there. I'm he's there. there. So he's he's in that. So he what? You're 28, right? 28. Yeah. yeah, about that time, my hair, like the widow's peak. And I've always had, um, what do you call it? The Count Dracula. Right, you know, right, the, right. the M. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I've always had it since I was young, isn't it? Right. But like, it started to go, see ya, after a while. <laughs> do you see what I'm saying? You know when you, know when you go Brighton and then you go at the wrong time and there's no <laughs> beach? <laughs> <laughs> so, but you, but but you're not seeing that in the mirror. You're seeing nah. 18 year old me. Did I say? It's like you're seeing what you want to see, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the BBC came, and I was. By the way, I was wearing a green and blue rugby jumper. Yeah, I don't okay. know what that. But notice, I only wear black now. Yeah, black and and pastel colors like okay. like maroon, okay. khaki. That's it, bro. I don't wear any other color, bro. Yeah. So I try and keep it consistent. Fair enough. <laughs> So anyway, they come and interview us, yeah? And it was all about um, unemployment, youth unemployment, all this type of stuff. So I'm there, like, you know, they've... Oh, my God, it was so bad. They made me do this um, fake class. Okay. You know, like a... What do you call B-roll. Oh, right, yeah, It's yeah, like yeah, a B-roll yeah. of yeah, me okay. teaching and stuff like that. Okay. And then... Um, you know what? If I could pull out the video... I'll show it to you after the podcast, yeah? yeah. Uh, all I can see is, bro, Ruby. Man's got cocaine on his shoulders. <laughs> Bad, bro. No one told me as well. Like, like at least tell me. <laughs> at least say, yo, listen, just dust your shoulders off, innit? <laughs> it was bad, bro. I yeah. saw it and I was like, you know what? All I can think of is dandruff. There's another time this uh, a similar thing happened to me. I went to meet a head teacher with one of my um colleagues. Yeah, it wasn't about dandruff, it's something else, okay. even worse than this, bro. Right. Yeah. So after the meeting, I was like, I need to go to, you know, relieve myself. I went to the toilet and then um, you go wash your hands. And I look in the mirror, bruv, my lips were white. Chapped. <laughs> bruv, like, you know, like, um, we ate nothing for a while and then your lips, your lips just turn white. It looked like I dipped my lips in, uh, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a, you know, a donut, you know, a sugary donut. That's what it looked like, bruv. Like glazing all over. I came out and I was like, what are you doing? Why didn't you tell me? <laughs> Just this all it this is all it takes here. Look, this look. That's all it takes. <laughs> yeah, maybe no one wanted to see that. Do you know what I'm saying, bro? 
But I could have done it like this. Was, I could have, I could have mastered it, innit? You know what I'm saying? The same colleague, by the way. Yeah. Um. She took a picture of me. So we were in Barclays. She took a picture of me, like... Aerial. Aerial picture. <laughs> like I was tying my shoelaces. No, she didn't take a picture of me. She took a picture of a group, and I was tying my shoelaces. That's when I decided to shave my head. Oh, when you saw the... Yeah, yeah, because she... She like it was on. It was a, yeah, yeah, I saw birds. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. It was... A, bruv, I was like... Catastrophe. Did, yeah, proper, bruv. <laughs> yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? So yeah, that's the yeah, point. So enough. you haven't felt that though. Nah, nah, nah. I, I, but you had the dandruff thing, so you get a pass, innit? Yeah, yeah. yeah the yeah. question is though, the question is though. So I went off for that. How long was I talking about barredness, bro? That was a good 10 minutes. Sorry, bro. Minutes. <laughs> but the, 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 the question is on everybody's mind is, yeah. do you shower gel all over? See, that's the thing. So I'm gonna, do, I'm, do you shampoo, bro? Go on, Nasser, do you answer, innit? So when I've let it grow for like about a week or two, yeah, the first thing I'll do is shampoo and exfoliate exfoliate you have to bruv how do you think it gets like this yeah, yeah. <laughs> firstly firstly my mouth is watering i just want to kiss his head <laughs> but there are days it gets so hot i swear to god you can make an omelet on it serious yeah. you crack an egg it will fry you know why because it's all that like phd stuff whirling around the processor the processor is overheating bro yeah, you gotta upgrade the ram bro you gotta upgrade your ram bro there's a there's another term for phd well Gun. It's, it's opened out to permanent head damage now. Wow. So. <laughs> Which is kind of ironic, or I don't know what the word yeah, is. Wait, it's mad ironic. Because you're doing concussions. Okay, so now, like, say you have a shower tonight. Yeah. Or tomorrow, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. You've got Lynx and you've got Pantene or whatever. <laughs> yeah, now on, on, on a general date, like day to day showers, I, I won't need to touch the head. It's just literally a matter of wiping. I right. never put shower gel on my head though. Never. Because I, I, I don't consider that the rest of my body's good. Right. <laughs> no, okay. no, it's a very specific thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, if I put if I put shower gel, this is flaking up. Instantly. Serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I don't know if I've got sensitive skin, but like, I, I bet I barely use shower gel anyway. I only use things like I don't know Dove soap or whatever. Right, right, right. But I would never put something like shower gel on my head because I feel like it's too harsh. Mm. Like you'll feel your the skin in your head like. Tingle. You know what, bro? So, <laughs> what about you, though? So, me, yeah, like, I'm a barbarian, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, brushes, he brushes teeth with links. <laughs> a, I, I put toothpaste on there once. Well, lie, I'm not joking, bro. I ran out of uh, things. I ran out of, you know, I, I actually, well, lie, I'm not joking. Yeah, it's yeah. the truth. Yeah. One time I ran out of shower gel, everything. Don't ask, when you got kids, you just run out of things, fair yeah? Enough, fair enough, fair enough. And, um, Colgate. I used I used toothpaste. It wasn't even Colgate. It was like some store brand stuff. Because you know you need to have that, you know that feeling that. Yeah, yeah. You know you know what you I mean. Need, you need a minty didn't do it right. fresh feeling. Yeah, you need something in it. You know you can't come out the shower wet. It's like you just you just wet yourself in it. Really. Oh whatever. What's the word? What's the verb when you go in the shower? You've um, watered yourself down. No, I don't know. Moisturizes. Wh- yeah, what, yeah. Whatever it is. If you just cleansed went in yourself. there, you've yeah, cleansed yeah. yourself. You've just gone in there with water and yeah, you've yeah. just, I guess, had a, I don't know. You splashed yeah. about. Yeah, I've had a shower, bro. I see what you mean, though. I see what you mean. It's, it's weird. It's like the water's just rolled off the yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then what'd yeah. you do? Yeah, I see, I see what you're saying. I see what so, you're saying. so, but I just links it all over, bro. Fair, fair enough. Fair enough. 
you know what I'm saying? So and don't I, complain when you don't have like. Do you know nah, I mean? but the, the thing is, touches, like, I'm gonna talk to you like, afterwards. Yeah, I'm gonna we'll talk go, to you we'll afterwards. Routine, I've got a Dollar Shave Club membership, yeah. All right, all right. But the problem is, I'm too lazy to shave. That's the problem. So I just use a. Um, How long does it take you to shave, bro? It feels longer than it is. <laughs> it's about five minutes, but okay, it's it, in my head. It's like half an hour. So you know, like when you're approaching something. You feel, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. And the thing is, as well, I'm always asking my missus, "Oh, have I got everything in the back?" <laughs> You get me? Yeah, nah, you, you and then get, she lies sometimes and I walk out with one hair, three hairs like this just coming out. <laughs> Have you noticed the theme? No one wants to tell me. Look, <laughs> it looks bad. Exactly, bro. bro. No one's giving me advice, bro. They don't want me to no win. One cares about they, me, no one cares about me, bro. No one wants me to win. Nothing, bro. Serious talk, bro. So, and then, and then you know what? Do you ever get this? Because I use a mirror, yeah? Yeah. And then there's all like, which, 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 which side's my left? I like, you know, you get all discombobulated. <laughs> I get all discombobulated, bro. I'm like, the mirror's there. Is it, where am I shaving? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. you're going like this and yeah, it looks yeah. like you're going down on the mirror. Yeah. I don't know if you ever get that, bro. No, no, I, I used to have that back in the day. Yeah, yeah but you've, you've, you've got that all. No, because I use, um, I use a head blade. So like, it's attached to a wheel. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. And uh, so I, there's days I shave without the mirror. I, right. I, I never need to use the mirror because when you when you're rolling the blade across, yeah. you're just using this finger to know that it's smooth as you're going along. Yeah. If it's not smooth, you need you need to just go over it again. Yeah, yeah. And and, and you know there's bits where well if this is again let reach out sponsorship. Dude, this this whole podcast yeah. can be sponsored by Dollar Shave Club, Harry's whatever it's called, uh, Harry something. Gillette. Gillette. Gillette's kind of like fell off a little bit, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. On the male grooming side of things, isn't it? What's the other one? Manscaped. Manscaped, yeah. That's oh, a different man, type of shave, isn't it? Just, yeah. Yeah. And we've, yeah, we've, yeah. we've been approached, by the way, yeah, on yeah. Instagram. Not by Manscaped, though. Because oh, right, right, right. that's Premier League, well, isn't it? Rip off Manscaped. It, it's not even... Let's not mention it on air because we might, I might, we might decide later on to take <laughs> that sponsorship, yeah? But it's a very crass name for a business. That's why I would never... Be it's too on the nose, isn't it? Okay. <laughs> you sure it's on the nose, though? <laughs> exactly. Oh. So, so I was like, I was like, you know what, boys? I think we should. All of them were like, nah, bro, we can't put our <laughs> names to this. Affiliated. Let's just put it this way: they had a tennis ball, uh, right. and then they had like a shaving thing next yeah, to yeah, it, yeah, innit? Yeah. And it's like the name was something out there, innit? Yeah, so, yeah, um, fair enough. <laughs> so anyway, like, uh, uh, where, where do we get to? Uh, shower Joe or not? Shower Joe. So, so, yeah. so I'm gonna need some tips because, like, again. Hair grows in different directions, isn't it? So you got a, there's a there's a whole thing, guys. If you're not bored, you'd never understand. You understand, but you I'm not understand. bored either. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my days! All right, Nasser. So my first thing to you is, yeah. What like you obviously Bengali? Is it that obvious? It's obvious, bro. <laughs> okay. um, when you walked in and you said kitabe. <laughs> Trust me, no Bengali knows I say that anymore. They, 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 they've already disowned me. I'm called Dave now. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. Ever since I went to Twickenham, I came back, bro. Because the accent. So where did you grow up? Uh, Forest Gate, East London. Okay, so where about... No, don't give your address out, obviously. No, nah, no, nah, of course not. But um, no, nah, no, nah, Green Street. Like, Green Street, yeah, proper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was me for like 23 years of my life. Yeah. Which school did you go to? Um, Shaftesbury Primary School. It was like five rows down. Five, six roads. Yeah, it was basically just... So you were just in primary school the whole time, yeah? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> Man went from primary school primary, primary school to university, yeah, yeah, yeah. bro. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So what secondary did you go to? Uh, this, this is where it gets a bit like this is where Sketch, uh, is that yeah. why you skipped over? <laughs> oh. This is like so you know how you've you've already questioned whether I'm in the bowl club. This is once again where I get okay. Go on, go on, so, go on. Um, yeah, my mom and dad chucked me out at the end and sent me to a, a little a little private school in um, Northwest London. Is um, you guys you guys remember Yusuf Islam, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So he used to have this um, this this private school. He ran Bronsbury College for boys. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I went. I went there for. I initially went there for like one or two years, and then, and mind you, you'll know this, but like when Bengali kids get a bit bad, right? Parents think that the best thing to do is chuck them out to boarding school. Do you go Bangladesh? You go sent to Bangladesh? <laughs> no, 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 no. I got sent to a, an, another version, which was in Kent. Right and um, yeah, was it Darul Ulum? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I went to, I went to one of those. Yeah, 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 yeah. I went to one of those, and then um, bad boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How long? It did not fare well for me, so I was there for about another year, and I got turfed out of there. So what happened? What? <laughs> one second, one second. So what happened, bro? Why did like not to expose you or something, bro? Yeah, but no, I, I like, you a, don't have to go into detail. I was a rebel, man. You were shot in the board, fam. The teacher was bored. He was shot. He was shot. <laughs> nah, those days I was mugging off the bowl teacher. <laughs> nah, like you know what it is. Um, I you're young, but like it's one of those when you're smart, so the teacher doesn't want to get rid of you. But at the same time, it's one of those things where you're just like, I, I can't be asked for this stuff. So I was doing okay in school, but I was a bit naughty. You, you know, you're meeting you're meeting like the kids that are, that are messing around, and you're just thinking to yourself, yeah, that's that's the crew that you want to be part of right now, and you're not focusing and. Um, yeah, in Dalum, I did I did not take life seriously. So, like, there, there were days where we're doing craziness. I don't know if I should be saying this in here. But <laughs> <laughs> like, leave it, leave it, leave it, leave it, leave it. No, it's actually it's, it's go right, man. Go, it's, go. But like, obviously, you get into a mentality where you're with with the boys, and not, you, you don't. It's not the boys where you're just like, you meet them for three hours. Like, you you stay in like dorms, and then you're doing things. So. <laughs> So, like, little things that were considered contraband at the time, like sandwich makers, right? Because you couldn't have those kind of electrics in your room. It's, that was going to be regarded as something yeah. that, you know, probably cause fire. Because boys are dumb, bro. Yeah. <laughs> we're so, dumb. So, we used, to get a, we used to get a thobe, wrap it around the fire alarm, put another thobe underneath the... the um, just to make a sandwich? Yeah, yeah, just to make a tuna sandwich. But then we realised, why are we doing this just for a tuna sandwich? Like, up a shisha. And <laughs> 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 so everyone was like, where'd you get the shoes from? I was like, I live in Green Street. Where'd you expect, yeah, exactly. man? Yeah, yeah. I went from sandwiches to yeah. shoes. <laughs> <laughs> there's no, there's no, there was no, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's, there's no middle hundred. ground. Yeah, no, there's, there's no middle ground. Once, once you start with a sandwich maker, yeah. your life's over. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there was that. Um, what else, man? Like, those days we used to have, um, like, Obviously, if you're listening to music and things like that, it was not us. You know, you can't be doing that there, there. And not in Islamic school. Yeah, no, of course yeah, not. Of course and not. What, what we used to have was uh, one of those stereos, like with hi-fi, with, you know, the the proper big speakers and stuff. But how do you style it out? You just put a clock on top of it and say it's for iron board. <laughs> what? <laughs> How long did that last? Though? Did they clock? No, nah, nah, that one never got clocked. Um, I think I think I think a couple of shishas that I circulated around my got clocked. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like, no, nah, I mean, yeah, there was that. There was, uh, there were times when man's just exposing himself, blood. Literally, you know, he's gonna start. Yeah, I robbed this teacher, bro. I did this. Like days, isn't it? How do you? Know what? I was like fourteen. Yeah. Yeah. that's that's the age. Yeah, I mean, what else did we do, man? We we we, we uh, there was this there's this term we used to call it chipping out. 
Because obviously you're in boarding school, right? So you're not supposed to be leaving premises. Yeah. Well, we mastered managing to leave the premise. <laughs> Can I say something about chipping out, bro? Yeah, go ahead. Because you know when someone says to me, I'm chipping, yeah? I'm not their friend. Because <laughs> they're from a certain part of London, yeah? Or outside of London. Yeah, I got a chip, bro. You got a chip. <laughs> Get out of here, bro. <laughs> Get out of here, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but go, go. That was only a term I picked up that day. Yeah, exactly. I didn't even know where it came chip, from. Chip, you know. Get but, out of here, yeah, bro. Yeah, but it was, it was always known to be like that. And it's, it's crazy because you had the local chip out, right? Which is like in, in Kent, you'd go to, I don't know, Sydenham or Bexley Heath or something like that, right? And for those ones, that was literally just called chicken and chip shop, right? You just go to a local PFC grab food, either eat there. How did you get out? Was it mad climbing out uh, windows yeah, and all yeah. that madness? Nah, so w- windows, no. Sometimes, <laughs> so there's a little forest out back, right? So we cut into the barbed wires and created a little path oh. route out the back. <laughs> but how did you get to the chip show? That took 50, 50 minute walk or something? <laughs> no, no, no. We took, we took a bus. We took a bus. You took a bus yeah, to yeah, get chicken and chips? Yeah, You know like, what it is? When someone's, when something's contraband, it's <laughs> for a reason. That, that. Imagine, imagine they said, you know what? You can't do homework. That's when you want to do it, bro. could be spicy. Yeah, bro. It's yeah. a spicy thing to do, bro. You know, you're not allowed to read. That's when you want to read, isn't it, bro? I was reading anything. Yeah, yeah. I'm reading Shakespeare. Those, all those, all those, those, those chicken and chips felt like something else. Yeah, it's a different thing. But yeah. I'll tell you what, we also like, we used to go around telling people, like, oh, you'll be cheating that. Do you want to get something? Do you want to get something? And we, if the meal's three pounds, we'll be like, four pound fifty, innit? <laughs> that black market. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah, black market. Oh, no, the worst is, um, I went all the way to, I went all the way back to Green Street. Wow. <laughs> and, uh, but you know, you're making that, Ke- Bexley Heath is not far, bro. It's not, no, no. no. Like, but, but to a 14 year old, long, yeah, for a 14 year old, yeah, it's like, far, bro. And also yeah. like, if you've gone out, there's a certain period of time that you're, you're expected to see, be seen back in, yeah, right? Yeah. So obviously it's a big fat risk to go all but, the way near where your home is. Right. But so, if you're making out you were in prison, bro. Did they come around bro, at prison, night? Man. It's yeah. like, but I've heard bare stories. It's a bit like that. <laughs> it's it's a bit like I, I I'm not mugging it off at the same time. I don't I don't think it's the best way to to go around teaching like, like learning yeah, and teaching. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, like where where that specific place is in right now, I don't think it's in a it's in a good place. So, like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it is what it is for that reason. I think specifically, but um, like th- there are some things that they they think they have right, but it doesn't fix whatever the problem yeah. is. Like. Like for for a parent to say I've got a problem, so let me let me shoot them away outside of my sight. That, that doesn't really fix it. You need to meet other people with the same problems. It comes to university, you know. You just yeah. find new ways of uh, yeah, yeah, doing, yeah. being a wronger, isn't it? That's that's the thing. So yeah. I, th- I think I, I picked up more habits that were bad from there, and ironically, some of them were from olders that supposed to look after you, but instead they expose you to things that they yeah. have access to yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah, like it, it was an experience, though. I come back from that and. Um, when I got back from that, I, I came back in the middle of the year. I didn't know what to do and stuff. So like how that. old were you when you finished all that? Um, when I came out of that, like in year eight, year nine, so I would have been 14, wow. 11, 14, 15. So there's yeah. formative years, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I, I managed to get back into, like, this is unheard of. But I managed to get back into Bronzebury College, right? So they're, they're high. So they're you got kicked out of Bronzebury College? No, no, I never got kicked out. Oh, okay. My mom took me out like, right. to put me into boarding school. But I got kicked out of boarding school. And, right. um, like... That I, for for a second I thought that's my prospects done like of getting back into a decent school, and um, there's a there's a maths teacher that <clears throat> that taught me there and during those times he was private tutoring me maths just to keep me on board because like you know education wasn't amazing at, at the boarding school sometimes so <clears throat> he said let me see what I can do and I think he kind of pleaded a case because when I first left 
the college was like, are you sure you want to do this, man? Like, mm. Why don't you stay here? My mum wasn't really convinced. And he made my case and managed to get me back in there. Regardless of but was what You know, when you left, yeah, was it because you were misbehaving in Bronzeville or was it outside of school? I think it was a mixture of both. Like, my mum probably thought I was just, just being too much of a rebel. Because yeah, yeah, she's yeah. paying peas, bruv. And yeah, probably yeah. a lot of sacrifices had to be done. Yeah, and, and it doesn't look like it's paying off. So, yeah, <laughs> so yeah, it was yeah. one of those ones. I, I'm, the, the college, like, kind of recommended my mum doesn't do that, even though at the time they probably thought, this yeah. is your waste, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, I, I think that's, that's, that's part of the reason why they kind of, like, accepted the case when a maths teacher kind of presented to it to them. And, yeah, I, I kept it all the way there till year, end of year 11 and then went college back in um, Angel, sitting in Islington College. Oh, yeah, see you yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Zach, Zach, you went there, isn't it? Yeah. I went there, yeah. Yeah, yeah so I was, I was there for three years. Um, I started off, I, I did like A-levels, then typical written, and then started biology and I was like, I can't do this, man. I can't be, I can't be counting, counting dandelions and all that <laughs> stuff, so. <laughs> um, like basically, they, they, they had a building next door called the Center for Applied Sciences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, they did like applied science, sports science, and all that stuff. And I was just like, for once, I could see a course that has topics all the way down the line. That's so what was it? What was it though? Was it B Tech? Yeah, yeah. So it was a, it was a B Tech. Yeah. You know, there's something about you know what you know when people say this they is hate on B Tech. People, why do people hate on B Tech, bro? Yeah, I swear it's like equivalent they, to like two A. No, forget that equivalency stuff. Yeah, it's the equivalent of three A. Yeah, but 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 you know when you start coming up with that, it'd be like yeah, yeah. You know, people say, yeah, but it's equivalent. You're trying to, like, what's the word? Justify. Justify. <laughs> you know what? For me, I think A-levels, let me watch my words quick. <laughs> so because I, I used to give careers advice, yeah? Okay. <laughs> to to um, all sorts of people, like. Um, it depends on the person, to be honest, bro. Look, if I you're doing, totally yeah, first, it depends on the person. Secondly, it depends what you're doing. Like, for me, I wanted to study uh, software engineering. Uh, doing an A-level it's not, it's not going to cut it. That wasn't where, yeah. It's not, it's not the type of uh, uh, industry to get in and do, do A. So basically, uh, I started off by doing maths, uh, maths, physics, electronics, and economics, yeah? Because, um, you know, another thing is where you, get to, you have to pick the A-levels, right? Like you, I don't know, about three months, and I was like, well, this is long. there's no application yeah, yeah, yeah. here. Yeah, exactly. What I want to do. So that's when I done my BTEC in um, for IT practitioners. But bro, the stuff that I'm doing now, at, like with me and Zach, yeah, in in uh, the software, that's, it's everything that I've learned from there. I, I preferred coursework based. Coursework. Well, I didn't like yeah. exams, bro. Yeah. So you did your your applied sciences BTEC. Uh, no, so I, I ended up doing sports science. Oh, that, sports science. That was, sorry, that was my interest. Um, and then Why? It, you know what it was? I was training at the time. I was I was training a lot when I, when I was at Bronsbury. Um, yeah. That's when I met, like we, we called him Mr. Sheffy at the time. He Mr. Sheffy, like, he was an assistant PE teacher to 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 the main PE teacher, and at the time, we just knew him as the guy that took away football from us, because like <laughs> Muhammad, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. We ever saw Mr. Sheffy, that we weren't playing football that day. We were gonna get locked in some room, all the all the heaters would be turned on, the the windows would be closed, and then the mats would be out, and we're just like, we want to play football, uh, and <laughs> it, yeah, it was it was really annoying at the time. And then, like, when I got to year 11, we started competing. He had it structured. They got yeah. the full mats set yeah. up, everything up. And it just, it changed my view of things because, like, there was a time you used to walk around, like, feeling a certain way about yourself, where you get schooled on the mat yeah, by yeah. that same kid that didn't seem like yeah, you yeah. could do anything to you on the pitch. Mm. 
and it, and it just it, t- it it humbles you so much and um i think from there i started realizing okay cuz I, I, w- I was winning tournaments so to speak in those little like school tournaments but my medals were saying 55 kilograms like that's where i was at to, for me to get there now i'd have to chop off two legs <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so like you know his t- boys are um mashallah muhammad shafi yeah uh, Abdullah, you know Abdullah Hanan? Yeah, yeah, uh, you yeah. Know, uh, they, they used to be in the, the year group two years below, below me when yeah. I was there. And, yeah. and uh, Yahya Tahami. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah They're yeah. in Italy now, you know that? They're, in they're Italy doing, now. They're competing, yeah, yeah, mashallah. Yeah, yeah. So shout oh, out to them well, too. Yes, yeah, sports like that, they're just, they're a dying breed. Um, but it's, yeah, it's just amazing. I think getting introduced to that changed a lot for me. So when I eventually went to, to, to CNI, I was... I was trying to find a balance to train in the gym and also try find a local wrestling gym. That's where I found Legion for the first time. Yeah. Um, and like in that first year, while I was studying biology, chemistry, maths, economics, I was also like trying. So to that eat was all in the B Tech. No, no, that was my first year when I first oh, joined doing A levels. Okay, yeah, yeah, right, biology, right, chemistry, right. and like <clears throat> yeah, I was I was I was like trying to eat clean and do everything like really strict and everything else. And I was just thinking to myself, here's a course that actually explained things to me that I want to know. I want to know nutrition. I want to know anatomy. I want to know physiology. Uh, maybe not so much about sports psychology at the time, but like I wanted to understand some of those those concepts. And I thought I've never seen a course which would have a lot of those things. Yeah. Um, and it, in my head at that time, I, I was just thinking to myself, I, I don't really think academia is for me. Like I don't enjoy being in a classroom all day long. You know, I I I, I want to be able to to learn something, go train, maybe apply that. So. Like you said, I had this idea of what I wanted to be from an applied perspective, and I didn't think this general theory, you know, was was working for me. But I look back now, which is odd because obviously now I'm still in academia. But like, and I think obviously the general theory would have would have definitely helped me. But then I can't sit here and regret that because I would never have found my passion unless I did an applied course in the first place. So um, yeah, a, a lot of people rip off rip off BTEX, but it's, it's the individual. I've, I've like my friends who I left in the second year of A-levels and started the BTEC, some of them had to retake a year anyway mm. just to get into the degree they wanted. And I got the grades I wanted to pursue the degree I knew I wanted to go into in the first place. So like from from a success perspective, it didn't really matter. Mm. Eventually, you keep moving up the ladders in academia anyway. No one cares about the previous qualification. So yeah, you're gonna, you, you get a lot of that. Um, but like um, when I finished up there... M- the idea that I had in mind was the things that I really liked in that course was anatomy, physiology, fine mechanics, training around strength and, um, you know, understanding physical limitations in accordance to movements. And I saw a course that was called strength and conditioning. And I just thought, wow, like I never thought a course like that would exist. right? But I still had doubts because in my head, I was just thinking, do I need to do a degree to do this kind of thing? Um, so you know when you said this, you saw a course. So you're doing applied sciences, uh, sports science. Sports yeah. science, sorry. W- that was a unit within the sports science thing, or was um, it? There was units like biomechanics, right? Um, anatomy on its own. Uh, there were units like fitness testing. Um, so that like those kind of units were the ones that stuck out to me the most. Like right. how do you prescribe training? So at th- that time you started kind of like, oh, what, what else is there? You started to kind of... Uh Basically, how does this become a job? Yes, right? I got so you. That, for me, it was just like, uh, eventually this needs to become an ism, right? Like y- you become something. Yeah. So if, you're, if you do bi- 
biomechanics, it's biomechanist or, you know, right, your you. physiology, your physiologist, right? Like, so yeah. eventually it's either an ism or an ist and you're like, I want to have a ta- name or a title to that. But I soon realised that those things don't always exist. So maybe a psychologist, fair enough, maybe a sociologist, maybe, maybe for example, physiologist, biomechanist, but I, I, didn't, I didn't really know if any of those things were for me yet. But I did know I wanted to do a course which covered a lot of those things again, but a higher level now. Gave me, a, you know, exposure to clubs, uh, internships and things like that. And that kind of leads on to what we're saying about, like, having actual real-life experience. So um, I went to St. Mary's University in Twickenham. And um, these guys, like, they're all mostly rugby. You know, Twickenham, that's that's the yeah. home of, you know, England rugby. And uh, it was it was a different world for me because I've I finally, I've gone out of East London it's sport, everything in my mind has completely been shattered about, you know, in, in terms of expectations. I'm, I'm only a- Asian there, that, that's fine, like, I can work with that. I've, I've always thrived off that, to be honest, so that, that wasn't the issue. But, like, little things, right? You come from East London where you think every gym you go to is male-dominated and they're all just, like, shouting and screaming about what they're lifting. You see, you see females lifting twice that and not making a sound. And they're humble about it. Like there's no, there's no big deal because they, you know, they train for a rugby club, and this is just part of their training. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you're seeing little kids lift twice what you squat on a clean and jerk as part of the British weightlifting competition, and you're like, I have no idea what's going on. You hear cleats like hitting the floor, and you realize the Samoan rugby team's just playing here for visit practice. It changes. Well, you know, you say kids, yeah. Yeah. Well, how, what kind of age? I'm talking about like 15, 16 year olds. Lifting 120, 130 under the bar, straight into a front squat, past the grass, and then putting that above their head. Like that just looks like like disc problems to me. Bro. <laughs> you know, in my head, yeah, I'm yeah, thinking. I, I know what you at mean. Fifteen, bro. I know. I know what you mean. I know, you, I know what you mean. But like, it, for the sport, the way they train, it's from an early age. Um, like, if you watch, for example, the the Chinese Olympic weightlifting process and how they select athletes from a from a young age to develop into that like for them 120 at the age of 15 that's okay that's that's on track mm. because by the time he's 21 we want to make sure he hits 180 in the olympics like that's that's the way they see that development um so to go from one oh anyway yeah that's not that's this we're going too deep yeah <laughs> but i want to because i want to get the the before the we go into the stuff. meat in it yeah, 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 yeah. so um i'll let you carry on so um, yes, yeah, so I, I finished the degree in strength and conditioning science. That's what it was called, and it was a it was a bachelor's. And uh, during that time there, in each year, I made sure I was going out to um, to go do like an internship, right? Like I was going out into the real world to do something or the other. And um, basically, what what I did was first year I worked with uh, Richmond Richmond Council and British Weightlifting, and I, I kind of helped some some youth athletes get ready for the London Youth Games. That so, oh, you might know Andy then. Andy is a Greek guy. He works for British. Um, he's actually, uh, he actually is, um, oh, I can't pronounce his second name. He's Greek. Oh, I probably can pronounce it, but I can't remember it. Um, it might it might be. He's, 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 he works with British wrestling now. So he's I moved wo- over. Oh, yes. I, I think I know who you're talking about, yeah. but I just can't. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, okay, know, okay. I know the name Andy, but yeah, yeah. Um, 
Doesn't matter, doesn't matter. Yeah, I, I, I know who you're talking about, though. Um, yeah, he went from British weightlifting to British wrestling. That's correct. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's based in Manchester now, Yes, I think. that's correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, yeah, yeah. yeah he did. I, I've seen his name pop Shout up. Shout out to Andy, by the way. <laughs> so, I've, I've seen his name pop up on British weightlifting stuff. Okay. Um, yeah, because he's written, I know he's written a few bits, like some... That would um, make sense, yeah. Uh, some, uh, I know some literature, he's written some white okay. papers, I think, or some literature. Okay. Or British wrestling, uh, British weightlifting. Sorry, that, that very would, into it, man. That would make sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, there's a massive transfer between the sports. It's amazing. Okay. Um, so yeah, that was the first year. Second year, that's when I started working with London Wasps. Um, like maybe if we get a chance, we'll talk about that like later. But amazing experience in terms of like how the interview process went, what they asked me to do, and it's 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 amazing to see the difference in rugby versus football because my third year was at Crystal Palace for a year. And um, so each year, basically, I spent, I'd say, about 40 to 50 percent outside of my academic studies in the real world, figuring out what that degree would make me have as a job. So uh, like your own, like your own research? No, no, as in like getting involved in the club and then getting a placement. So each each one of those years I interviewed, managed to get like, because. Oh, you're saying. Those are the three. During, that I, during your, your degree. Yeah, but all of those things that I've. That done basically a word during the degree they right. they were basically they they opened it out to, to students oh i see oh, okay, and then you okay. had to, to get a post um so the, the ones that i mentioned like palace wasps those are the ones that i interviewed for and got but there was plenty i interviewed for and didn't, yeah. didn't get at the time yeah, for yeah. example um but each one of those were like it was an amazing experience because while it wasn't always amazing on the day it, everything was telling you whether you wanted to do this later or not and with each year, I was thinking to myself, maybe I don't want to do this for another year. So prime example, when I was at Crystal Palace, like um, they called us up for a tour. They called me up and said, do you want to go Belgium for like three, four days? As I, I love that, right? Like, I, you know, when you hear they're going to pay. Oh, Belgium though, you know. Yeah, <laughs> but like they're playing against like PSG. Jeans, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I guess nah, so, I played, yeah. I played. Belgium's no, no, beautiful, man. When you're young, you're just like, I'm going out the Bear country. Moroccans, though. Yeah. Bear Moroccans in Belgium, bro. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not where I was, to be honest. <laughs> oh, is it? It was like... What, what kind of... Where did you go in Belgium? Um, I don't actually... Do you remember? No, I don't actually... Like, I, I can't remember off the top of my head now. But it, it, like, um, the theme was based around commemorating, I think it was World... I think it might have been World War One, And they, they were playing against teams like PSG... But rugby? Oh, no, Crystal no, no, Palace. Crystal sorry, Palace. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're playing against teams like PSG. So at the time, it was just amazing to be involved. Yes. But in my head, I was just thinking to myself, like... First team, yeah? Uh, no, no, this is this is academy. Academy, this right. Academy. Uh, so what age? Yes, yeah, so it would have been like un under 15s, oh, okay. under 18s. Right, like, right, yeah. Right, yeah. Um, but in my, in my head at the time, I was like, this is amazing. But then at the same time, I was just thinking to myself, as a grown-up, like, let's just say you've got family later on. Rocking up to Belgium on like four days notice <laughs> might not be might not be the way you see things in your career later on, yeah. but like each one of those like there, there was pros and cons. There's a time and a place in it. For yeah, yeah, exactly. It. So I, I like, I'll talk about some of those things later in terms of like barriers or how it felt, for example, being in those situations later on. But um, over the three years, I finished up and I just thought to myself, I thought I was going to be a coach. I've been like a coach SNC for three coach. years. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been an SNC coach, so to speak, for three years now. Do I really want to do this? I actually don't think I want to do this anymore. So the first thing that I did is I thought to myself, I've got, I've got a first in my degree and there's there's a lot of clinical relevance. Let, let's just see what I can do now because, yeah, fine, I did a BTEC in sports science. Fine, I did a degree in S&C, but can I now change this into something clinical? Um, 
When you say clinical, can you define that? So, like, uh, what the idea was: does it have to be in sport, or can it be in a, in a setting where it's based around general injuries? Can it be based in yeah. a lab? Can it be based in um, a clinic, so to speak, where you're not just on the pitch, on the field, or in a gym, but also in a lab or in an actual area of treatment where it's just focused on treatment or focused on research. Um, so one of the first things that I did is look around for different things that I was interested in. So with each year, I got more interested in different aspects. For me, it was the brain to muscle connection. Uh, so we call that neuromuscular physiology. Um, and I applied for a master's at UCL. And for me, that was a big change. Like I was thinking in my head, I don't know if I'm going like way beyond what I'm able to do. Um, but it was called neuromuscular diseases. And I just thought to myself, yeah, should I do that? Should I not? I remember chatting to my undergraduate supervisor in, in third year. And he was just like, look, congratulations. Cause I've got a place to, to go to do that masters. He was just like, but I don't think you might find the transfer you're looking for. I was thinking in my head, yeah, why, why is he saying that? But I kind of understood what you're saying after, because I had to separate wherever I was guessed to just be in UCL mm. in a clinical degree. Or was it the fact that I really wanted to study disease? Like, because I've just come from SNC, which is optimal performance. Yeah, the other, other side of the yeah, spectrum, to yeah. disease. So, like, is that really the transfer I was looking for? Or am I just trying to be jack of all trades now and never get anything out of that? So, I ended up changing my mind last minute and stayed at St. Mary's to do what we call a master's in research. Okay. Uh, so, they call it an MRES. And it's basically with that undergraduate supervisor of mine, I stayed with him to then just continue researching around the area that I was interested in. At the time, I was still training in like a bit of jiu-jitsu, a bit of wrestling. So I thought to myself, what's, what's, what's a good area to continue this, this interest I have, but apply it? And that was, that was physiology. And so we started looking at, you know, the issues with rapid weight loss. You know, I, I know for a fact that a couple of times I've done it for myself. I've got ill, for example, just, just in the lead up to like something that's coming up. And I've never done anything major, but just by cutting weight up, I felt certain things. Um, so that that's what we did. I, I stayed on for another year while um, I managed to get like a part-time college lecturing job. Um, yeah, I just I smashed out the masters in that, in that year, did the research in that year as well. Um, what were you lecturing? Uh, so I, I started lecturing in, in the field of um, like sports science. So I, f I finished, I finished strength conditioning and then I had a job straight after my graduation, like, so to, to basically just do some like hourly paid lecturing but it was trek so i was going from forest gate to hertfordshire okay every, every day um just just to teach like three hours of biomechanics or something and then go home again like there were days when the journey costed more than what i was getting paid <laughs> like it was it was yeah it was, it was pretty bad but um it was a good step up and it's crazy because i finished the masters while doing that and then at city Islington, where i studied one of my former lecturers who found out what I was doing said to me that there's a chance that I might be going to somewhere else. Like, would you be interested in helping out here? And then full circle, I ended up teaching at City Islington College with the same staff members that taught me. Right. Um, and I, I'm still there now, but now part-time while I'm at London Met. Um, so yeah, it's, it, it, that's, that's just another story in itself. But um, I stayed at St. Mary's. Then with that, with that supervisor, we published my dissertation from the first degree we published the dissertation from my second like the from the masters so the natural question was like what are you doing next in my head i was thinking the best place doing phds right now in the topic of the stuff that i was doing was liverpool john moore's 
So I was thinking about it. What's the, what's the, sorry, I don't uh, know. Liverpool John Moore's University. Okay. Um, and so I, I remember telling my supervisor that I'm I'm thinking of potentially doing a PhD at Liverpool John Moore's. And um, is that in Liverpool? Sorry, I know it's a stupid question, bro. <laughs> no, no, no. That's a because, good question, because, bro. Because no, University Queen Mary's in, in Twickenham, yeah, that's yeah, a new yeah, one yeah. to me, bro. No, no, yeah. it's, it's, it's St. Mary's. St. Mary's. Yeah, Mary's. it's different to Queen oh, Mary's. Oh, St. Mary's. Yeah, sorry, yeah, St. Mary's sorry, is different. Sorry. No, no, but, you, but you're not wrong, bro. Like, University of Cumbria is apparently on Commercial Road in, yeah. right, in East London. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I just yeah. double check it. Yeah, no, but no, it no, was in Liverpool, though. It was in Liverpool. So I was actually considering it at the time. And it was crazy because, like, basically, I'd got married just slightly before that. And then me and the missus went hajj. Like, that was one of the first things after I finished the master's. Because when I got married, we was, I was still typing away like with eight assignments to go. So we didn't have no time to do anything. As soon as I finished the master, I went hajj. And I literally just landed in Medina and I got a message from, from my undergraduate um, supervisor. He was just like, what are you thinking of doing? Are you still going to Liverpool John Moores? Or yeah. you reckon you'd want to stay at St. Mary's and do a PhD now? So five years down the line, I'm like still at St. Mary's. But did you do it straight straight after the PhD? After the other year. Yeah, yeah. Well, haven't you had enough of learning, bro? That's, that's a good you question. You went from a delinquent, bro. That's <laughs> what I, I, I went from... From, from shisha, shisha boy <laughs> to man, man making tuna melts. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, all that craziness yeah, yeah. to Mel- to not... Yeah. <laughs> like, that, 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 that's another thing as well. Don't um, put down a B-Tech, bro. One of the things I did differently was do things that I never felt lecturers had done in my time and... You guys have mentioned it before, like, what are the, some of the, the key transferable schools you have in real life, right? One of the things I did every year with students that I was a tutor for was go over taxes. Taxes? Taxes. Yeah. Go over nobody, pay slips. Nobody teaches oh. you about yep. taxes, bro. Yeah, yeah, like, no, no one knows 20% of the income's going out, right? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, like, I, I used to tell them the difference between being self-employed, you know, being under a salary, like, I used to tell them about, like, looking for properties, you know, what, what do what do landlords look for in, for in terms of good tenants, you know, like, Everything that could basically allow them to fall on their face, like flat on the ground, and make them feel like, right, no one told me this. I tried to make sure that they walked out saying, you know what, I met Ness once and he was real. Yeah. He told me that. Yeah, fine. He gave me a pass. I really wanted a distinction or merit, but actually he was, he told me what happened for real. Like, and that. That's more important. Why are you being a chief for though? <laughs> Why are you giving passes out for, blood? You deserved it, innit? <laughs> <laughs> I remember telling the students once, they were like, um, you know, I, I was always saying to them, like, no no jobs beneath you, right? Ne- never, no job. No, no, never think, for example, that there's a certain, like, ma- amount of money you have in mind. Because if, if there is, go find that job. Mm. And tell me what skills you have that makes you worth employing. Right now, the skills that you have are probably close to zero. Mm. And why should I pay you? Like, simple. Until you develop those skills, then you start accruing, I guess, some kind of money to pay for them skills. Yeah. But you don't have any right I said, now. Look, I'll give you an example. There was one guy, student, yeah, came to the gym and he goes to me, Can I get a discount? Yeah. I said, How much discount do you want? Just to kind of, he gave me an amount. It was like ten pound discount, yeah. Huh. I say, bro, do you eat chicken, chicken and chips? He goes, yeah. I go, how much? How, how, how many times Spend you eat chicken and chips, yeah. bro? He goes, well, you gave me an amount. I said, bro, just stop eating chicken <laughs> and chips, and you can come here, bro. Love that. Why are you pulling him up? No, because because that annoys me, blood. 
Like what you want? If you said I don't have money, yeah, I'm broke. Like I'm, I'm, I'm I need help. I really want to wrestle. Yeah, I'll entertain that way more than if you said to me, give me ten. Why should I give you a ten pound discount? For what yeah. reason? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Because you don't want it bad enough. Mm. Do you understand? We had people that used to come all the way. Um, shout out to Kane. Yeah, Kane Charig. Yeah. He used to come all the way. He's a bronze medalist, uh, silver medalist, or bronze medalist in the Commonwealth. He used to come all the way from Wales. Wow. He used to sleep in his car to train to train at Legion, bro. That's nuts. So he put the like he, he knew what he wanted though. He wanted to be the best. That he wanted yeah, to. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? So I feel like, uh, bro, especially kids in the UK, man, they're so lazy, man. They don't have that drive. And then they watch a few Instagram pic, uh, videos of motivational, motivational. But they're over-motivated, but they don't do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> don't you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're so motivated. Show me, though. Yeah. yeah, I'm motivated, but show me, though. No, they're motivated to be motivated. Yeah, yeah bro. Yeah, 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 exactly. I only sleep four hours a night. Bro, that's not good, though. What'd you do, though? What do you do? In those <laughs> yeah, exactly. What do you do with your time? I play FIFA, bro. Like, well, honestly, it's so annoying. Like, like show one guy. I don't have money to come to the gym. I say fine. Clean the toilets. Nah, nah, I can't do that. Nah, bro, I go fine. Beneath me in it, I was like, you weren't doing anything anyway. <laughs> I clean the toilets, bro. Yeah. Well, you can't clean the toilets. I didn't. I wasn't even gonna do it. I wasn't even gonna tell him to do it. Yeah, I was yeah. just testing just him. Testing him where you, where's your head where at? Where you at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah? yeah, I wouldn't do that to someone. Yeah, but I just wanted to see. So that's the thing. It's like the the hunger, the drive. It's not. It's not like yeah, for some of them. But you know, P Palestinians, bro. Yeah, with all the bombings, with all the sanctions, mm -hmm. with all all these things, mm -hmm. one of the highest literacy rates in the world. Yeah, Amazing. the most PhDs per. Uh, I don't know what the the they have the per. I think capita. I don't know what Might the be, yeah, yeah. in the world, man. That's crazy. That's crazy. But that's... With all of that. That's the amazing thing, right? You, you think back to... Um, like, if it, think back to episodes where, you, I mean, you're trying to Amir as well. Like, sometimes out of deprived areas comes some of the best fruits, like, because of the fact that when you don't have opportunity, you seize it. When opportunity is a rare thing in the area you live in, the ones that, that see it grab it and hold on yeah. to it for their dear life because they know what it's like to not seize it they know what it's like to be in a rut yeah because they've been living in it this whole yeah. time right yeah. so when they see it they're like oh my god that life is so different no sir can i ask you a question this is something that really used to annoy me yeah i used to apply pl this is not a question maybe this is i always do i was watching uh other podcast you know i'm editing it i ask someone a question then i then i just answer my own question <laughs> Let me make a statement and let me know if you agree with this or you've seen this, yeah? Because you've taught. I was, I was taught for about 15 years, bro. Oh. Yeah? And I've, I've taught people from all different levels, yeah? We used to apply for funding, yeah? And we would get... So there's criteria, yeah, to, in order to, to, to draw down the funding. Yeah, to get the funding, yeah. They use things like... Uh, so things like social impact, social mobility, deprivation, mm -hmm. all this stuff, yeah? If you've got PlayStation 4, you're not deprived, bro. Nope. Don't come and tell me you're deprived. Seriously, bro. Yeah, th those things cost, like, what, 400, 500 pounds? If you've got an iPhone, 
You're not deprived. <laughs> if you're bu- if you're if you're eating chicken and chips every day, mm-hmm. you're not deprived. I tell you what is deprived though up here. You're deprived in your mind, man, because that's the thing that is is that's what especially in London. I don't know. I don't know about outside London. Mm-hmm. Only the, the from my own experiences yeah. is number one. It's expecting. I'm in this situation because of this, and I'm in this situation because I grew up in a Bengali family, mm-hmm. and my mom doesn't speak English. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So. Uh, we see, we see that. So what, blood? Your, see, your mom came here. Yeah. Bro, your mom came to this country not speaking a lick of English, bro, and she grew and a whole family, and bro. And now you live in a house that's yeah. owned by them. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, Don't cry to me, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh boy, you can't get out. You're yeah. <laughs> and then, and then this whole, yeah. this whole fetishization. Can't say the word properly. Oh. Of right, gang culture, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everything that goes around with it. But you know the people that are actually doing the ganging? <laughs> if that's a verb, bruv. It's about 1%. Everyone else, yeah. they're not hard. They're just poses, man. Po- bruv, I'm telling you. Yeah. It's this whole... So, until we get... Especially when it comes to our communities, yeah? Bruv, you can go on, on, on Amazon and buy a Rambo. Yeah? yeah. You, can, you can go on the internet and buy a Rambo, but you can't... And go and and you're but by the way by the way I'm gonna juke this guy and kill him and spend most of my life in jail, but I can't read a book or actually I can't pass a course. I can't pass it. Well, you telling me you, you're willing to risk your whole life, but you can't dedicate yourself to something that's gonna improve you. Exactly. Do you see how messed up that is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's. It's all like everything's based on instant gratification. What can I get done now? Now, like, yeah. I mean, chicken and chips is a prime example. I need to eat. Yeah. So bun making food, boss man's gonna give it to me now. Yeah. For <laughs> like, one pound as well. <laughs> for one pound, or you know, like and that chicken's been chilling there. Yeah, bro. yeah, that chicken's been chilling there, and, and you know the worst thing about it is they know they're paying dirt cheap money, but yeah. they'll come on top of the counters there and they'll be like. And I give me the fresh ones, innit? Yeah. I, I know that They're those not are, I know those have been in the deep fryer for about half an hour. So, yeah. so I rocked up at the right time. Like it's all instant gratification. You know, you pull out your phone, get an app, get something, oh, I want it now. Like yeah. it's all the it society, innit? Everything you can you can get everything to fit. But yeah. but what's happened is it's again another thing as well. Like That's why everybody's jumping on crypto, bro. Crypto I want um, it now. Again, shout out to the crypto gang because I bought some crypto and, and <laughs> almost messed up my whole life, bro. <laughs> Alhamdulillah, it was only 50 quid, yeah? But I thought, let me... Uh, um, but like things like, for example, um, what was I saying? The education is not a priority. It's for some reason, it's like... Um, and, and also badness. <laughs> it's marketed and people love it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's why th- this is one of the main, um, what's the word? Um, the main reasons why I wanted to do a podcast like this because I wanted to show young people spe- specifically. I don't care how old you are, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I remember when I used to, when I used to teach, um, I used to get this. Sir, is this right? Sir, is this correct? Am I doing it right? I'm asking, I'll ask why, why do you want to know if I know it's, it's right? Do you know it's right? Mm-hmm. 
You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So think about, yeah. do you understand what you're doing? You would know, yeah. if you understood this, you would know if it's correct or not. Yeah. But what you're doing, you're doing the bare minimum. It's a tick box. This is it. Yeah. So I can go home. I mean, but firstly, this is a voluntary course. So <laughs> you're a waste, man. Yeah. No, you don't even to have to. Well, you're who could have gone home? Pounds. You're trying to get that 15 pounds for the week. Bro. Exactly, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back like, in the day, EMA. Yeah, EMA, bro. <laughs> I used to have to sign them. I used to give them money to come, yeah? My year was cursed, man. My year was the year that they, they, oh, they, they, the they turfed it off. And then my year was the year they, they made the fees nine uh, grand. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm telling yeah. you, man. <laughs> I just missed it, bro. Oh, you're lucky. I just missed it. <laughs> So yeah, like so, everyone's got the uh, ability. Look at Malcolm X, bro. He spent half of his life. Yeah. He was a. He was a scumbag most of his life. He would say that. Yeah, he'd say that about himself. Yeah. So and he and no one, everyone knows him for who he was when he passed when he got murdered. Yeah, when he got assassinated. Yeah. yeah. He was, yeah. like, world powers were inviting him. Yeah. 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 Do you know so what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, it's what you leave behind. It's you what know, you leave. It's how you finish the race, yeah, it's isn't your it? Impact at the exactly. end. Exactly. Yeah. Like, what can you always be? A, always Probably. be open to change, isn't it? Like for so for me, what in a long roundabout way? What would you say? What was was there a moment where you thought to yourself, you know what? I got, I got, I got to make a go at this life thing, bro, because. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, no. I, I, I what, do you remember the trigger point? Sometimes it's not just one thing. I know, but yeah, I think I think for me that there, there were a few trigger points. Um, and one one of the things that I realized was as I was doing that degree in SNC, everyone chats crap about what they know, and you're there studying it in the background, trying to know more. Mm. And I realized that, and we we we. As you get higher up, we call it imposter syndrome, right? We don't believe when you say about sometimes, you know, putting yourself out there. I think the honest truth is some, someone like myself, and I think a lot of people feel like this, especially when they know more. Sometimes we don't feel like we know enough. Right? The more you know, yep. the more you don't know. Exactly. And, and you don't know what you don't know. You don't know. Exactly. The agbiyat, the stupid. Like Imam Malik said, do not yeah. argue with an ignorant person. Yeah, exactly. For a long time, I didn't understand what he meant by that. Because an ignorant person doesn't know you're right, he will never know. Yeah, and they don't. And they don't know they're wrong. Or they don't know they're the wrong. Sort. Yeah, yeah. It's so just dumb. <laughs> it's just dumb. Yeah, exactly. So it goes back to that saying, like the emptiest barrel makes the loudest 100%. sound. Hundred percent. Right? And that's that's literally. Yeah. And I think for me, it got to this stage where I was just like, uh, like full disclosure. I, I remember, <laughs> I remember once like a family friend called up my mum and they're like, "Oh, what's 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 he doing these days?" And she's just like in Bengali, she was just saying. Oh, whatever in it is his gym studies, <laughs> and I was just like, "Bro, that's gym <laughs> studies. That is, that is the biggest violation. <laughs> like, not even, not even PE teacher. I like, want to know like, what gym, gym studies, studies are. Gym studies, like, what, what is that? What is that even, right? <laughs> yeah, I like. I you know what it sounds like? It sounds like them. You know them high socks and, and yeah. short shorts, <laughs> climbing yeah, rope yeah. and with a whistle. <laughs> yeah, literally, it was. It was one of those ones. I was just like, I finally realized to myself that. I'm in a field that no one knows what I'm doing. I somehow enjoy it. And I think to myself that there's always been a benefit to it and there's that there's going to be some benefit to it. Why the hell does no one know enough about this? And I think that was my biggest, biggest motivation. So I remember when I sat there in my PhD interview saying, and they said to me, why do you want to do a PhD? 
one of the first things I said to them was, where I'm from, no one even knows what sports science is. No one knows what physiology is. They just know it to be something recreational. Yeah. They don't know that exercise is medicine. Yeah. They, they're all looking for painkillers, right? At, at, you know, from prescribed from their GPs, right? And I feel like there's an impact to be made when I go back to my society. And I think that was a very compelling point in that interview that, that I had with them because I think they finally realised that, yeah, I'm, I'm in Twickenham with, with everyone, you know, being a certain way, but it's almost like a Jekyll and Hyde thing. I'm coming back to my area and it's, it's, it's different sometimes. You, you, you meet brothers and you're saying what you're saying and you go back yeah, to another yeah. area. <laughs> yeah, sorry, go, sir. Yeah, Why yeah, is sorry, that all sir? the time, bro? Yeah, yeah. All the time. And, all the time. And, and, and you're constantly switching. And I think yeah. to myself, even when I chat to students as well, I think the best thing about, like, being involved in this field is open my eyes to how ignorant our community Big time. is in so many ways while we sit on a high horse thinking we're better. <laughs> Nasser, let's end on this, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Um, time's what, fine, what is the, what would you say, three pieces of advice that you'd give to someone? Mm-hmm. Say that, okay, let's, let's put it this way. In five minutes time, you're going to walk in 15-year-old you. Okay. Yeah. What advice would you give that 15-year-old you? Bruh. And you're in the room. This is a deep one. I want to get free. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, okay. What okay. advice? Forget free. Yeah, no, what no, advice no. would you give a 15-year-old self, that, that, that delinquent that would walk in, uh, yeah. firstly shave your head, <laughs> start yeah, early? Yeah, that. <laughs> no, I'd, I'd start off by like, Kind of goes back to what you're saying. I'd start off by probably saying stop being a nuclear waste man. Yeah? That's <laughs> it. <laughs> no, no, I'm joking. Firstly, <laughs> this is termed on this podcast, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nuclear yeah. waste man. By the way, nuclear waste man t-shirts covered up <laughs> <out> too. <laughs> 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 nah, um, it's a good one. I, I, I think the first, the first thing I'll probably say is, and because I've already done this now, I know for a fact that this has probably been one of the biggest parts of where, where I've got to now. But, the friends that are that that sometimes don't feel like your friends because they're older, wiser, more experienced, and have the ability to say to you, "Nah, bro, that's not a good idea." They're the best people to have around you because mm. one of the reasons I'm where I am at, like, because pe- people don't believe me sometimes when I tell them my age and all that kind of stuff. One of the reasons I'm only here because of that is because of the fact that I started hanging around with my brother-in-law and my brother-in-law's friends were all 30, 35 had kids, some of them didn't have kids, they were looking to get married, all that kind of stuff. And my life's problems felt like nothing compared to them whenever I chat to them because their problems just sounded next level. Mm. So I was surrounded by that. I was never surrounded by kids that thought the McD's menu has changed, so life's crap now. Like I was surrounded by people that were saying, need to sell the car. You know, because I've got X, Y, Z coming up. I'm not going to be able to do this. Right? I had problems where, you know, brothers were talking about, you know, what, what they're going to do, for example, for family, what they're going to do for, you know, next job, all that kind of stuff. And that that put life into perspective for me. And that was that was the best thing ever. And I'd say that that shaped the rest of my life. Everything else, I think, go, going forward... <laughs> I mean, it, there's there's more. Everything's all based on personal experiences, really. I of think, course, yeah. Because sometimes you, know, you learn from 
the mistake as well, isn't it? it, it ex- Sometimes you have to make that mistake. As long as what I, what I say to the to a lot of young people I speak to, make mistakes, but control in a controlled environment. Exactly, and come back from them. Yeah, come, come back from come them. Back yeah, from them. Like, it's not the but end I, of the world. don't 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 jump off a cliff not knowing yeah, where you're gonna yeah, land, yeah. bro. Absolutely. Make uh, what's the word? Mitigate those risks yes. as much as you can. Absolutely. And 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 take. Take a chance, make a mistake is fine, but at least you mitigated those risks. Yeah, yeah. that kind of leads on to like what one of the other things I'd say is, don't look back, man. Like no matter how much of a delinquent you've been, it's like we were saying before, the impact you leave before you go, that's what's going to matter. No 100%. one cares how you started off. No one cares about the first degree or qualification you ever did. It's what you do now. And like when you're a kid and you think you're messed up, for example, and people will repeat that to you and say, "Yeah, Yo, you you are messed up." Don't be messed up one day. And you'll be <laughs> fine. Like it's not the end of the world, right? Like one day you're gonna wake up and you're gonna decide decide to do something different, and it's gonna be fine. And it doesn't matter if your mom and dad don't like it. That's a big one. I'm afraid nowadays that we have to speak about a lot. But like uh, from from the elder generation anyway, I think second second generations is, is is changing now. Like where parents are more in tune with what the kids actually want to do. But like first find what you enjoy. First find what you have passionate. You know what you have a passion for see if you can make that work and your parents everyone around you will find a way to either be supportive or give you advice about how you can tailor that but if they just say no straight up then it's worth considering why but besides that you need to stick to your guns and, and do things I'll, I'll layer on top of that just a quick thing because when you said cause a lot of kids will listen to this or young people or someone who's like say like do what you love yeah and they're like they think you're woo woo yeah. you're woo woo <laughs> and stuff but yeah. it, it comes with a thing though it comes with a caveat, caveat. know who you are First, absolutely. And what that means is, yep. what are your strengths? Yeah. What are your weaknesses? Yeah. Really, really internalize that. And work on that. Yeah. If you're someone who's late all the time, that's something you can change. Yes. If, if you're someone who is not confident, self-confident, that's something you can change. Yeah. Yeah. But there are certain, like for example, I know what my weaknesses are. Know what my strengths are. Yeah. In business world, that's very important because I hire people. Regard like if if I'm weak at something, I'll hire some someone mm-hmm. to do those yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, you know your weaknesses. I'm not gonna hire someone that I can do the job better than them. Yeah, yeah doesn't yeah, make yeah. sense, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. and we end on this. There was a quote by Lao Tzu. Yeah, it says that um, living in the past is depression. Okay. Living in the future is anxiety, and living in oh. the present is peace. And that's so. Uh, uh, that's beautiful. That's so. That's so. That was so. Um, because a lot of time, when you're young, yeah, you're always anxious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? Yeah. What, what? And then as you get older, you're depressed. You're always living in the past. I should have done this, and I should have do- should have done that. Yeah. When just if you could just concentrate on the present, it will take care of no, both. Right. The past you can't do nothing about. No, it will take care of your future though. Hundred percent. Take care of it and accept your. But your don't p- don't be petrified by it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And there's no shortcuts. That's it. And we're going to end this podcast. We're going to hug each other and stuff and cry in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Barklafik, Habibi Nasser. Really want you on here again. Um, there's a lot of stuff I wanted to cover, which we yeah, didn't. Yeah, we didn't get there. But that's fine. That's fine. We'll get you on again. So much more for next time. And um, and if you guys are watching, watching or listening at home, if you're watching... Uh, and you still haven't liked or subscribed the channel, what you're doing with yourself? You're a nuclear waste man. Exactly. <laughs> you're a nuclear waste man. Uh, 
if you are watching this on YouTube and you want to listen to us, go on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or Apple Podcasts. Um, the merch store is coming out soon. I'm definitely thinking about making a nuclear waste man T-shirt, bro. I'm thinking black and lime green. Lime green. <laughs> what do you reckon? <laughs> it's gonna happen, bruv. By the way, this is a copyright. Yeah, this is uh, we just copyright unless the, unless there's, it's been already out there, so which is yeah, fine. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, we'll be having a merch store coming out soon. Um, uh, just some announcements. Uh, uh, Legion is open back again. We opened on the seventeenth of May. So if you want to come and learn some jujitsu and wrestling, we will happily welcome you. Um, we actually have women's judo classes now and girls' judo classes. We've opened uh, we've opened a women's jujitsu class on a Sunday. And for the first time ever at Legion, we have uh, MMA classes, morning classes on Mondays and Fridays. And we're also for the first time having morning jiu-jitsu classes. So plenty going on if you want to come down. Uh, if you do want to check out the website, it's legiongrappling.com. Uh, what else? I think that's it. You guys, any, you want to add anything? Brother Nasser? You got any website, anything to plug, a book, anything? Are you thinking about writing a book? Nah, not yet. We've, not got, yet. Oh, we've got a few publications. We'll, maybe next time I'm in, we'll talk a bit about like what we've been researching. Good, good, we'll good. We'll talk about combat sports stuff Definitely. specifically. Yeah, that'd be good. But yeah. So uh, hopefully, hopefully you guys enjoyed this podcast and I'm going to figure out a signing off thing, but <laughs> I'm going to end like this. I'll see you in the next one. Oh!